0: From the moment we discover we are expecting a new baby, we prepare our world for the exciting arrival. But we often forget to prepare an important member of our family, and that member is our dog. The dog knows something exciting is happening for the humans, but the details are scarce. Then one day, a strange being enters the house, bringing along with it strange smells, sounds, and confusing behavior from the people the dog loves most. How do we prepare the dog for a new family member? Well, today we're gonna provide several tips for you to use in between prenatal visits and baby showers, so stay tuned. So how do we prepare a dog for a new family member well the first thing we're going to do is have basic obedience done if your dog has not already learned basic obedience now is the time to do it don't change your dog's world once the baby comes change it before the baby comes and have the dog ready for the new addition to the family without having much disruption to his life or at least any more disruption than a new baby (laughs) so we want to begin with basic obedience Before your baby is born, focus on leadership to ensure the pack is properly structured. Basic obedience training is a great place to begin. Once your dog learns basic commands, such as sit down, stay, come, leave it, drop it off in place, reinforce these commands while cradling a realistic looking doll. This exercise should include walking back and forth with the doll, simulating burping a baby, feeding it, and sitting with the doll in your arms. Once the dog is familiar with you cradling the doll, download recordings of a baby crying, gurgling, giggling, and any other sounds that you can think of and play the recording while you hold the doll. Gradually increase the volume of the recording with each lesson. The goal of this exercise is for the dog to remain relaxed during different scenarios. If the dog reacts poorly, move the dog further away from you and the doll and try again. And when the dog is relaxed, gradually invite him to move closer and repeat the exercise. After each training session, put the doll away in a safe place. Treat the doll the same way you would treat the baby so that the dog knows that the baby is not a toy and is off limits to the dog. Number two, prohibit jumping. Not only is jumping on people rude behavior, it can cause harm to your child. Discourage your dog from jumping, especially when someone is holding the doll. This way, the dog exhibits proper behavior well before your baby arrives. Number three, curb bossy behavior. Let's face it, sleep-deprived parents quickly lose patience with a dog who barks or paws at them for attention. Dogs must learn to wait their turn. It is impossible for you to meet every need on his timeline. Now, of course, we want to be fair to the dog, so it is important that you continue to make time for your dog even after the baby's arrival. If you can no longer go on daily walks or play in the yard, consider hiring a dog walker to help you. Dogs do require mental stimulation and exercise to remain happy and healthy. It's a good practice to interact with your dog every time your baby's awake. So provide the dog with a special treat while the baby is eating, or speak to him while you care for the baby. And then when the baby's sleeping, pay less attention to the dog. Just take care of his basic needs, but limit playtime. This way, the dog will look forward to the baby's presence. Number four, our baby is off limits to you. Over the years, we have heard people brag about their dog's protective nature, with the baby. They find it cute that the dog sleeps on the floor in the nursery guarding the crib. People laugh when the dog growls at family members approaching the bassinet. But here's the problem. This behavior is not appropriate. It is imperative that you communicate to your dog that the baby belongs to you and the dog must abide by your rules whenever the baby is around. To help the dog understand the rules, the baby's nursery can be off limits To the dog unless you invite him in and when you do allow him in the room at first let him sniff around so he becomes accustomed to the unfamiliar smells and then after a reasonable amount of time instruct the dog to leave the room of course as time goes on the dog can stay a little bit longer and can be with you but again the dog has to learn that when you tell the dog to leave he leaves the room is by invitation only number five prepare for the homecoming When you pack your bags for the upcoming hospital stay, include a t-shirt, a blanket, or a burp cloth. Swaddle the baby with that item so it has both the baby scent as well as your own. Then ask a family member to bring that item home from the hospital, invite the dog to sniff the item while they hold it, then instruct the dog to move away. By doing so, you are communicating to your dog that the item is yours and he requires your permission to sniff it. This exercise helps the dog create respect for rules relating to the baby. And it also shows that the baby scent is not this lone scent. It is actually mixed with yours so that the dog understands the baby is part of you. Number six, the homecoming. The day you bring your bundle of joy home, ask a family member to bring the dog for a long walk so he can release energy. And the dog should be on the walk as the new mom is entering the house. Give her a few minutes to settle in while the dog is still out exercising. And then once that she puts the baby in the bed or the bassinet, the dog can come home. We want the dog to greet mom, just the two of them. This is a person that the dog has loved who has disappeared, whether it's for 24 hours or five days, and the dog is excited that she's home. We don't want the dog to come home and mom is holding the baby and she's like, cut it out, stop, don't go near the baby. That is not the introduction that we want the dog to have for the baby. Let the dog celebrate the return of his female owner. Then you can slowly introduce the baby. Although he may be familiar with the baby's scent thanks to the item that you brought home from the hospital with the mom and baby scent together, it doesn't mean that the dog is ready for the whole entire package. Which brings us to number seven, meeting the baby. The dog should be on leash when he meets your newborn. The mom should speak to him in a calm manner and allow him time to adjust. If he remains calm, he may gradually move closer to the baby but make sure that leash is loose. We do not want you tugging on the leash to prevent the dog from getting there and applying pressure to either the body or the neck, depending on if he's wearing a harness or a collar. We want everything to be calm. So gradually move him closer to the baby on a loose leash. If the dog appears agitated or is full of energy, remove him from the room and try again later. We do find that after exercise, the dog will be calmer than if the dog has been laying around or in a cage or locked in another room. Dogs are social and they want to spend time with their family. The place command will help you when the dog is first meeting the baby. Allow the dog to remain in the same room laying on the place as the family is settling in. And then when he appears calm, you can restart the exercise again. Mom is sitting there with the baby and the dog is able to watch. It's rewarded for good behavior. He can gradually move closer and closer as long as he's calm and does not seem agitated. Number eight, remember dogs are animals. Most dog owners love their dogs like children, and it's easy to forget that dogs are animals. Remember, animals think and act differently than humans. Therefore, you should never leave your dog and your baby unattended. Your dog could accidentally hurt the baby by jumping on them or becoming aroused by a crying or unexpected movement. Do not believe that only large breed dogs are a danger to your baby. Small and toy-sized dogs can cause serious injury too. And there are cases on record where a very small dog has seriously injured or killed a baby. So don't believe that it's just these great big dangerous breeds that can harm your child. Any dog can. They're animals. And just because your dog enjoys the company of children does not mean he will immediately welcome a newborn. Training your dog before the baby's arrival is crucial and it will prepare both you and the dog for the baby's arrival and for the dog to behave appropriately. And finally, what do you mean the infant grows into a toddler? Just when your fur baby gets used to a newborn, She grows into a curious baby. She's touching the dog and pulling hair and hitting and crawling and moving around. So you want to also educate your baby to be gentle when playing with your dog's ears, paws, tails, and when touching the fur. For you to prepare your dog early on, you should play with your dog's ears, play with the paws, play with the tail, and give the fur a gentle pull. I'm not telling you to pull hard, just a gentle pull because just remember that young children and babies are not going to be as gentle as adults. And every time you touch the dog's ears, you can give them a treat, touch the paws, give a treat. Same with the tail and the fur. So this way, touching relates to something good for the dog and the dog will hopefully not react if the baby touches them too hard. So those are your tips today for welcoming a new baby into your home. Start early, practice every single day. Let your dog be part of this wonderful addition to your family. We have taken time to pause and learn. Now let's reflect. And this week's motivational quote comes from Mary DeBono. An open mind and helpful hands can do much to change a dog's future. This includes preparing your dog for the arrival of your new baby. Taking the time to get the dog used to this new addition and showing patience and understanding once the baby is born will help your dog continue to fit within your family without having an issue. We're going to start a new segment, actually we're gonna start a couple new segments this week. Our first segment is trying to pair families with dogs in the search of a home. And this week, we are going to discuss Montana. Montana is with Fur Babies, located in East Rockaway, New York. Montana has a short coat, she is house trained, she is up to date on her vaccinations, and she is spayed. She is good with other dogs, however, they prefer that she has a home without cats and children. Montana is five or six years old, She is an American Staffordshire Terrier, about 65 pounds. She is great with basic commands like sit down, roll over, paw and stand up. She is also potty trained and crate trained. Overall, she can be energetic. She is very obedient when given commands. She has good behavior and her training is reinforced. Montana would love an active family that can hike, do agility, etc. She would do best in a home with a fenced-in yard or an area that is not very congested as it takes her time to warm up to new people. She is shy at first, so a crowded apartment building with no private yard would be stressful for her. Montana was found as a stray while she was a puppy with her brother Chevy. They were taken to the town shelter where they were pulled by fur babies after their hold period. Montana was adopted by a family, hoping her presence would keep their son from moving out. Montana and the son formed an amazing bond, and he was the only one who played with her, trained her, and walked her. Because of a job opportunity, he had to leave, and sadly, no one else in the home paid much time or attention to Montana. She was returned to Fur Babies at about two years old, a very scared and unsure pup who really didn't know much about the world. For a lack of foster homes, Montana went into boarding. This girl can jump and climb. She is very agile and would love some agility classes. She is doing well playing with large male dogs that enjoy playing and are submissive. Montana walks nicely past other dogs on her walks with no reaction. She sits and waits nicely for her leash to be put on and she has great manners on walks and jogs. She needs some reminders once girls are involved. No small animals for her. Montana also gives the sweetest, most gentle kisses, hugs, and nudges. Montana has no experience with children, and they make her a bit nervous, so a home without children is a must. Please give this amazing girl a chance. She has so much love to give. Fur Babies needs a foster home or forever home for her as soon as possible. They can provide a trainer to work with her, with her new family, so she adjusts and settles in. For more information, you can contact Fur Babies by email at k-o-b-e-m-n-s-t-r at hotmail.com. You can find Fur Babies on Facebook or you can find Pet Finder by searching for Montana and searching for Fur Babies. Our next segment is going to be answering questions about dog training school. As we have mentioned, ISCDT stands for the International School for Certified Dog Trainers. Each week we provide information on dog training, but we also want to provide information on how you can become a dog trainer. You can visit us at iscdt.com. We have online courses and we also have in-person courses. So a question that we received is... How do you learn dog training online? And here's our answer. ISCDT online dog training course consists of 18 lessons. A homework assignment is required to complete each of those 18 lessons. Some of the assignments are written, which ensures that your understanding of the material provided in each lesson. Other assignments are video diaries. The video diaries demonstrate your skill as a dog trainer. ISCDT provides each student with their own personal mentor. The mentor assesses your skill through homework submissions. They provide guidance to enhance your skill and answer any questions you may have, even after graduation. Students must have at least one dog to work with, although working with more than one enhances your education. Each video submission is reviewed by a certified professional dog trainer, who will provide you with guidance and tips to help increase your skill. We begin by teaching a brand new command, and in the lessons, you will learn how to develop that command into good behavior, regardless of distraction and location. That is all we have for today. We hope that this podcast was helpful for you. If you know somebody else, who can use dog training tips, please refer them to our podcast. We are available on various platforms. Please subscribe, like, or leave a review so this way other people can find us. If you have any questions, you can reach me at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at iscdt.com. I would love to hear good things that have happened, how our podcast has helped you, or any questions that you have. Again, it's katie at iscdt.com. So once again, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that we've helped you because that's what we do. We teach you to train them. Have a great day.